Welcome to A Word From The Wise podcast from Soulwise. We uh, come to you the first of each month. We will have a guest uh, talking about current products, um, news that's going on in our industry, and just our opinion on stuff generally. Welcome to episode two of A Word From The Wise, uh, the, our second podcast. This week we're going to talk about uh, the Ingenious Managed Solution. Um, they offer two, two sorts, uh, an on-premise solution and a cloud solution. And Daniel from our tech support department is come to talk about that. Hello. So firstly, Daniel, how long have you been with Solwise? A uh, bit over four years now. And you started on an apprenticeship, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I started on an apprenticeship that ended and then finished with a different apprenticeship, which is a whole different story. Yeah. Uh, but full proper employee now. A proper job now. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're kind of the chief in tech support now, aren't you, really? Well, yes. you're the only one in tech support as we stand, because we are looking for someone else to I'm help I'm the out. chief and also the underling. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so for those that haven't met you before then, which um, there may be a few, they'll have, a lot will have spoken to you, obviously, on the telephone. But Probably, yeah. What sort of interests do you have then? Uh, I'm very boring, really. I uh, do a lot of gaming and just mindless internet browsing. Uh, still trying to, well, learning to drive at the moment, so going out for drives quite regularly, get all the practice I can. Yeah, that's been a bit of a nightmare this last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, especially you? with COVID. Yeah, yeah my, my first my first driving test was booked in for uh, November 2020, and it got postponed to March 2021, and then before I got to that one, it was postponed to August 2021. Yeah. And then I failed it anyway, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, next time I'm sure it'll all go swimmingly because we've got a few people here, haven't we? Look at doing their driving lessons. Yeah, Jack's yeah. just passed as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So. Anyway, so uh, well, good luck with your test when that comes up shortly. And, Cheers. Uh, fingers crossed on that one. So today we were going to talk about ingenious managed solutions. Yeah. Um, which pre-COVID was actually quite a good. Um, solution for us to sell. We sold it into education, nursing homes, schools, uh, universities, um, hospitals and, and other businesses and the like. Covid hit and yep. the ingenious sales died um, but they are slowly coming back aren't they? So yeah. we've got um, a local guy that's doing a whole bunch of nursing homes which has been a really good deal for him and for us obviously. Um, now he's putting in the on-premise system, the N-Sky system, but since we took this system on, which you previously was called Neutron, obviously, yeah. um, they, they've brought out the cloud system as well. Um, it, do you want to give us a bit of a brief idea of the difference of, of what's the, the differences yeah. between the two systems? <clears throat> well, the key difference is, is with NSky, that is kind of just an on-premises solution. So f for one site, you'd have a switch or a series of ingenious switches, one of which would be managing the network, so to speak. So you'd have other access points connected into it and it would be controlling their, usually just stuff like the Wi-Fi, SSID and passwords, but also you can do various other stuff like uh, bandwidth control, stuff like that, uh, usual managed stuff. But with cloud, it's, obviously the key difference is it's on the cloud, so it doesn't have to be on-premises and it doesn't have to be limited to one premise. You have a cloud account, just through like a website or an app, 
where you will control any ingenious cloud access point and any ingenious cloud switch that you scan into that account. You can control them all at once, all remotely. So does that mean you could do like all the firmware updates all at the same time? Yeah, exactly. You can do yeah. bulk firmware updates and you can do bulk settings, changes. Um, you can divide them into different groups and control. You could like say put all of them at one site into a group and control all of them at once. Yeah. So yeah, there's. So how does that? How does the Easy Master software fit in? What what is that similar to the cloud, but it's for the on-premise? Similar, job? yeah. Easy Master is kind of like having a go at cloud for an for for, for Sky. It's it's kind of like that. Um, because it lets you manage all the ingenious stuff on the network, kind of remotely. Because you can you can be on EasyMaster remotely, but it doesn't let you combine different sites together, right. like cloud does. So it's 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 good for one premise, but not for managing a wide array of. So if you add multiple premises, you might find that the cloud solution is actually probably a it's better just solution, a, a much easier to manage. Direct upgrade. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, could you mix and match? So, for instance, the guy that's doing the nursing homes locally, I know he just uses the on-premise stuff normally, but if he wanted to, could one of his nursing homes be on cloud and he could still look at things all together, or, or, or is that not really well, you can, what you do? You could mix and match. You would just have to use different... You just wouldn't be able to uh, manage them all together, so you could still have a cloud site where he uses cloud stuff yeah. and manage that with his cloud account but then for the NSky stuff the easy master stuff he would still have to do that separately that's so it. that's probably why he hasn't gone with the cloud stuff then since yeah. it came along it's just, yeah, you, you, if, you, if you've already got a bunch of NSky easy master stuff then it might be easier to just stick with that yeah until we, or just do a complete change of it all but obviously that would be, that could be quite a quite elaborate to do and on both systems, is, is there a maximum of how many access points you could have? Um, NSky, on one switch, so to speak, one, one managed switch, you can do it to 100 access points. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, theoretically, you could have multiple managed NSky switches on one site if you needed more than 100, so it's not a huge limit although it would be a lot simpler if it was all all through one switch with clouds there isn't really a limit that you'd run into yeah and have you if we have we done any big jobs like that i remember there was a school we did a few years back that was something like 78 access points is for have we had a few cloud like? or oh no thinking about it it was the on-premise one it's we, yeah. we did a case study on it the yeah school but the, the, the cloud stuff is all still quite new yeah it's only really come out since there's been the COVID lockdowns, which yeah. have limited the scope for how they need to be used. Yeah. But uh, cloud is, well, it's it's the future basically. To sound a bit cliche, <laughs> so uh, I think it's gonna gradually. It's already started to get sold more than the old NSky stuff as yeah. the cloud stuff, and I yeah. think it's only going to pick up from there. And we'll, so it is the way forward. Are you yeah. thinking? Yeah. So I think I think all all there's loads of there's loads of like schools, hospitals, offices, stuff like that, which are using the old Sky stuff still, because yeah. they've been in place for years. When those are eventually in need of replacing, either because they've just fallen so far behind, or due to technical difficulties, stuff like that, I think they'll look at 
getting cloud stuff to replace it rather yeah. than the old end sky stuff. So historically with Ingenious, because we've been an Ingenious partner for 20 years or so, yeah. or probably before you, you were even walking, <laughs> which makes me feel old, yeah. <laughs> but um, the historically we've always done campsites and a lot of outdoor stuff. So how would the cloud solution fit in with that? Could you do a, an outdoor solution as well for a campsite? Yeah, if anything, the cloud stuff almost makes that a bit easier in some ways because yeah. um, I mean you would still have to get internet access to each of your outdoor devices but they, they do do cloud outdoor access points the same as there are non-cloud outdoor access points uh, and you can still have them wirelessly linked to each other yeah and then if the wireless linked to each other they're on the internet and they can be on the cloud so it's it's again it's it's another thing that cloud makes a bit easier yeah because uh, I, I don't I, I don't think we've done many of those sorts of no, outdoor solutions, no. but they, they they seem to have more and more kit coming out, don't they, for yeah. that? So, And then obviously with Wi-Fi 6 and the new 6E, of which um, we just learnt about this morning in a webinar, yeah, haven't we? Six, six gigahertz. So, yeah. yeah. So oh, that's uh, all good, isn't it? And then they've got this app as well that you can use on your phone for setting up the cloud stuff. How does that yeah, work? Is that is that with a code or a... QR code or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it uses QR codes mainly. You, you can enter in the device's serial number as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is just, uh, it's the same way you would do it on the website. There's an ingenious web, like websites, ingenious class and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, where you can do it all, or you can do it on this app. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's the same thing either way. It makes it a lot easier to scan the QR codes if you're doing it on the app. So if you, if you had bought, say, 20 access points for your school, could you scan all of them in your IT room and then go and put them all up. Is yeah, that how that that's, would work? that's exactly, that's one of the great things about it. Yeah, you can get your cloud account and just get each of the access points and just scan them all in and put them into this group that you've created for exactly for that purpose, like school, school general use access points, something like that. And then you don't even need to really configure them at that point. You can configure them all on that uh, Ingenious Cloud before you put them into place or you can put them into place and then configure them afterwards. So this would be great for resellers. Yeah. So we, we, they could do them at their place. They could send them to their client to the, 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 and then the client could put them up. All the client would and, have to do is put them into place and power them up. Exactly. And then the reseller could do all of the configuration from where they are. Yeah, they, they can do it all beforehand. And then if the client ever wanted to add any update, like if they wanted to change the password or something like that, or. Yeah. Uh, add some advanced feature like access control, uh, they can just, the reseller can then just do it for them remotely without any issue. So that saves a lot of call out costs and stuff like that for people, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, exa exactly. You, you'll save so much time and petrol and just mental, yeah. mental toil yeah. of uh, having to send people out to sites that can be however many miles away yeah and the indoor and the outdoor access points you could have both on a system it's not one or the other is no, it no no yeah. they're, they're all all managed the same so it doesn't matter the other thing i was going to ask you about is that i noticed that recently the um ingenious have been advertising the fact that they do facebook and instagram login so the, the social media login i think they were actually the first to do the instagram login yeah why would someone want that? Is that for cafes and things like yeah, that? Yeah, that, that is more for places like cafes and hotels, stuff like that, where it's for public use Wi-Fi. Um, and the idea of that is 
is is is is getting is using is basically using the Wi-Fi access for your own benefit. Because what will happen is when people log in, you can still have a regular Wi-Fi uh, SSID in use with a standard password. Um, but for people that have Facebook and Instagram accounts, you can have this other SSID and name itself like Facebook Wi-Fi. And when they, it can be an open network with no security. But when they join it they're redirected to your company's Facebook or Instagram page and they'll be prompted to like give it a like or something you know, to check in um, and that's how they gain access to the network and then can use the internet but basically what you're doing there is you're getting that anyone that comes into your place is going to log in on Facebook and give it a like engage with your account and that'll boost your social media influence. Oh well, that's pretty cool and, and to be fair that's it doesn't just have to be for hotels and cafes, does it? Because if, if you, as a business, that you, that you could offer that to um, any visitors, guests, and you know, if you've got suppliers coming in, for instance, like we do, we could give them that access as opposed yeah, to it, give it them really, our normal. It really doesn't have to just be for yeah. quick stuff. That, yeah. And it's an easy way because, to be fair, most people have got Facebook or, or yeah. Instagram or some form of social yeah. media, haven't they, that they could use it, that for? It will also say from a people coming up constantly to uh, people at Tills and asking what the Wi-Fi password is because yeah. there isn't a Wi-Fi password. Yeah, just log in through your Facebook. Yeah. I, I suppose if you had that enabled, could you also have a system for those that don't have Facebook? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was basically getting at there. Yeah. You can have, because every ingenious access point, cloud or otherwise, can have multiple SSIDs, multiple Wi-Fi. So right, so for instance, you could have the the staff network, you can have a guest network, and then you can have the social media login yeah, type of thing. exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, then that would work quite well for quite a lot of companies, that. Yeah. So on the on-premise on the, the on stuff, the NSky, um, there's this Sky Key. What, what does that do? What the Sky Key does is... Um, you can think of it like an easy master type thing in a box. Right. Uh, so you'd you can have a bunch of regular ingenious um, on-premise and Sky access points on the site and just connect it into the network. Yeah. And then you get this Sky key and connect that anywhere into your network, um, and that will allow you to dial into it and use it as like an easy master um well it's just it's just an easy master interface but without needing all the ingenious uh equipment there to set up for it so you don't need an ingenious switch for example right so could you use any switch you could yeah, yeah. Use any because it needs to be a poe switch if you no. have them all powered up normally but uh but if, if you add a switch, they, you, if you add something already in place, it saves you having to buy a new one because it yeah. can soon add up, can't it? When yeah. you when you switches, quite often are not that cheap, are they? No, no exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so can you? Um, and and also with the N Sky thing, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was: can you have multiple controllers? I was just wondering how that worked. I'd seen something about that. Yeah, yeah. You can have multiple many switches. Uh, they don't all have to be controllers, so you can connect an ingenious NSky switch into another one and only have one of them be the controller. Right. If you have multiple controllers, um, they wouldn't be able to be used together directly if you're using the controller aspects of two of them. Right. Um, that they would, they would still be individual, but they could still be on the same network. And so if, if you applied the same settings to each one, 
there's really no difference from them all being managed by one. Right, okay. Apart from, I suppose, if you were doing... So it's kind of bits. two disguised as one type of thing. Then. Yeah, but yeah. from from a user perspective, it's completely seamless transition. Right, oh, well, that's okay then. And the other thing I saw about the N-Sky is quite often it mentions the N-Wi-Fi app. Is that different from the app with the cloud? Yeah, it's it's a similar kind of thing. It's, it's just a way for a quick easy setup of ingenious wi-fi stuff yeah so uh, yeah it's basically it's just a config tool this is what you what you'd use when you're first setting up an access point you put set it up in then wi-fi yeah and that's all, all you really need to use it for um with both systems is there um reporting tools so can you see the types of um thing the types of like people are using their phones or their tablets and yeah those so lots of things there is stuff like that certainly with with nsky there's stuff like that you, you can you can view that kind of information um and you can put limiters in place if you don't want people doing certain things with ingenious cloud especially it's 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 that on on steroids it's one of the most <laughs> in-depth in very also intuitive so easy to understand yeah. tools for monitoring that I've seen through its for its uh, interface so can you see what people are actually browsing yeah you can see you, you can't really you can't look, look at what individual users are doing in real time and it's that would be a bit right, too so, intense, wait, I so I couldn't see that you're what looking at BBC yeah, or something no, like that. but right. you could see like a top 10 list of what the most used websites are right uh, okay. where all the data is going you can see actively which access point is pulling the most data at a certain point yeah. or which individual client device uh, what basically you use on the phone hogging all the wi-fi so if you um, saw someone hogging all that can, can you knock them off ban them or you could knock like... them off if you wanted to yeah. or if you wanted to be a bit less harsh you could just uh, <laughs> implement a, a client limit on their account because you can you can implement account control uh, user account control where you have kind of like a a captive portal type thing where you create user accounts and you could if you wanted to you could create a user account for every member of your business like every staff member yeah uh, and then you can then track them with that user account and apply individual client limits uh, you so, can put it so that they could only access certain websites like YouTube during designated break intervals. You can get really in-depth with it. So that would be quite cool in a school, for instance, wouldn't yeah, it? So, so you could have it that they could only use social media, for instance, yeah. in break times you, and lunch times. You could have a, yeah, you could have a, a, a school, a pupil, uh, <laughs> a pupil group where everyone that connects to certain connections is that's what the school kids connect to. Yeah. And you can have quite restrictive limits on that in terms of what they can access. Yeah. And then you could have a separate staff one where there's much less limits in place and you can still have whatever you wanted, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, so that, that, that kind of frees up because often, obviously, a lot of schools will already have that kind of thing in place with servers. They but do, in, my, in my son's school, it's the same. There's, there's, a, there's a student login, staff login. Yeah. We as governors have a login. Um, and then there's a guest yeah. network as well. But with with the ingenious cloud Wi-Fi stuff, that can kind of do it for them, and it can be done ahead of time, right. like remotely through the cloud. If you had multiple schools, you could do it 
all at once on, on, on yeah the so for plan. the like of a multi-academy trust where they might have 30 schools and they run all the same system so they could they all, all, all be managed the from the center yeah. oh, and then i suppose you could go from if you if you're at if you've got say 30 schools you can go from school one and skill school two and still use the same login perhaps you could yeah, yeah. that definitely yeah yeah, yeah. You, you can all it can all be all be the same login all be the same account yeah and if, if 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 you had an employee who left you could ban their ban easily their account, easily yeah. <laughs> yeah well cancel their account it would be quite some mean <laughs> <laughs> um and on the ingenious side so aside from the actual solutions they do they they offer partner training and they've got the partner portal haven't they so yeah, have the you portal's had, good have yeah. you had a good look around that yeah so the partner portal and the partner services, what they've got there is they have all sorts. In terms of learning tools, they've got obviously in-depth documents going over all the things they do, individual product breakdowns, um, and guides on how to use each part of their various interfaces, which might be important because there's quite a lot of interfaces. Yeah. Um, They've got stuff like past webinars. They do webinars on products and services and stuff. They do uh, quite a lot of a webinars few, every, don't every they? few weeks, really. Yeah, yeah. so that, they, they're they have, quite good, aren't they? They have archives there of the the recordings of the webinars as well as the the raw files that they use as well. The slides, yeah, you mean, from the presentations. Yeah. yeah, and then one of the one of one of the most popular areas of the Patent Portal is they have a like a Wi-Fi site builder type thing where you'll put in place a a blueprint like a top town a topology view basically of of your your office your your buildings whatever you want um and you can put in where the walls are put in them dimensions and then put in like say if you were going to put an access point in a certain room you could put it in the middle of the room and it would show you the estimated range and the coverage of oh, so this is the heat map this builder is the heat thing map, isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah that's really cool because then it, it can tell you how many of something you need doesn't it Cause yeah because wi like wi-fi list. wi-fi is never an exact science uh, in terms of how far one will go there's, there's so many different factors that go into it um, and this heat map is the best way of figuring out beforehand and getting a good idea of how many you'll need because it can tell you okay if you put one here as it meets this wall, <coughs> the coverage will be diminished on the other side of this wall, and then in the next room on, you're not going to get your coverage at all. So you could know ahead of time, okay, I'll, I'll have another one in this room where there's no coverage, because the heat map is showing me that I'm not going to get any coverage with just this one access point here. And then lastly, Daniel, um, they offer a, a limited lifetime warranty as well on the goods, don't they? So yeah. I, I think that just makes the whole ingenious system it just it's, it's got everything you need yeah, hasn't it as a, long as you get it registered it's a no-brainer really yeah once you've purchased your equipment um you have a short period of time is it three months it's yeah i think it's three months and three uh, months to register and there's there's no drawback to doing it you just register with ingenious with all the serial numbers of the devices and you just get full lifetime warranty on each one and that's the lifetime you own it, not if you sell it onto someone else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even so, it's still good. But yeah, isn't but it? if, if if you're going to be the one using it, then uh, it's it's just such a such a good service. Well, I think that partner portal, including all of that, is really useful because the partners. So 
one of our resellers, for instance, would go on, they'd register, say that they're a Solwise reseller, they could get um, the heat maps, the training. There is some price support occasionally if you register your deals on there. So there's always that. You've got the lifetime warranty, you've got the two options. So you've got the cloud system and the NSky system. Um, what's not to like? Yeah, and it, I mean, the equipment, even if you're not using like NSky managed stuff and Ingenious Cloud stuff, you can still get the... Well, there's a bunch of other stuff, yeah. Standalone kit, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, so the uh, so there's a, a, a other stuff we do. So there so are like switches. If you're just getting it for like out, outdoor bridging stuff, you can still get benefits from Ingenious. Well, e even at home, I, I've got an EAP 1250 in my house. So we we have that because um, we, we, we've had meshing systems and home plug systems and all the others and what we found is because we live in one of those houses that looks like the house when you're growing up it's you know the window there there and there um so what we've got is the eap 1250 is the stairs that go up the middle of the house they're on the roof of the stairs the ceiling of the stairs even and it just covers the whole house it's yeah. a great access point that it's a shame there's been a bit of a supply issue due to the chipset problems in china yeah. but uh, we should have some of those by the end of march yeah but uh, that's that's an, an excellent one. That and, yeah, they're, they're they're great value for what they are. Absolutely, they're, they're a very good access point, and then about like yeah, I don't know what they're coming, what the latest price was on that, but definitely yeah. good for. for it's for certainly good are. value for money. It's certainly less than a hundred pounds. Yeah, and to get decent coverage in your home. So so ingenious isn't just about managed solutions. You can have um, a single access point as well, um, and it's. Uh, something that we we as Solwise have, have well we've been a partner of, of Ingenious for 20 years so you can't you can't say that we don't like it <laughs> it's uh, we other bits and pieces have come and gone um, and uh, and we do sell a bunch of other Wi-Fi kits so we do the Edimax stuff the Macusis stuff and um, some of the Zcamax um, and Teltonica have got some other Wi-Fi bits that are coming out. They've expanded slightly on their range. Mm. Um, Ingenious has just been there for a long time. Uh, the people who work there have been there a long time, so it's you, you've got continuity of staff as yeah, well. We exactly. speak to the same people, don't yeah. we? Um, and when we've met them all and, and made friends with them, I suppose, outside of work. Well, I certainly have. So, but well, thank you very much, Daniel. I think that's Welcome. been really useful. Um, if anyone's got any questions, by all means, um, you can email us in. You can send, put questions if you're watching this on YouTube, Bob the questions underneath. Um, obviously, like and subscribe us um, across the podcast channels. Um, and we will be back next month with another exciting subject. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Daniel. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Music and many of your other favourite podcast suppliers. And if you're a masochist, you'll be able to find us on YouTube and watch us. See you next time.